0: Hey, what's going on? Brian Jones here with the Jones Zone Podcast. And look, this episode is going to be amazing. We interviewed Chris Burns from Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self Podcast. He also runs a weekly 12-hour Facebook Live Marathon where he interviews some top-notch experts in their fields. Uh, By the way, I was actually featured on his show about a month ago. So I talked a lot about the heart, the head to heart transformation, and we just really hit it off. He, Chris is somebody who's passionate about serving others and helping them, you know, be the best version of themselves. So this is a, is, is a fun podcast. It's entertaining, but it's also like very educational and very, uh, if you listen to it and apply what Chris Burns talks about, uh, you'll be on the path. You'll be on your golden path. So without further ado, I bring to you Chris Burns on the Jones Zone podcast. It's Chris and Brian Jones, your real estate advocates, community connectors, talking Charlotte and York County area real estate, and interviewing business owners, entrepreneurs, and community leaders. Welcome to the Jones Zone Podcast. Yeah, count me down, man. Let's do this. <clears throat> Three, two, no. five. five. <laughs> if I get in state, you got to give me extra time to get in state five four three two one welcome to the jones zone podcast the jzp uh chris jones my brother i'm brian jones and today we have a special guest an amazing guest i've been following him for several months now that sounded really stalkerish yeah 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 it sounded really stalkerish i'm not a stalker but he has great amazing content so it makes it easy to follow Uh, He is the host and co-founder of Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. He is the GPS coach, greatest possible self coach, co-founder of Burn It Up Coaching. And every Wednesday, he hosts the Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self 12-hour live live streaming marathon where he interviews high achievers, high performers, and he's an all-around awesome guy. Chris Burns, welcome to the Jones Zone podcast. How are you, brother?
1: It's great to be here. I feel like I'm home, you know? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm with Chris, it,
0: it, I feel that. with Brian. Come on. It's, it's, Welcome it's, home, it's, baby. <laughs> oh, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Well, Chris, that was a, a very brief introduction as to what you do. Why don't you take a few minutes and like, tell the people, the audience, like who you are and what got you into coaching and hosting podcasts and doing all this amazing stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh, in the last 2 years we've interviewed about 440 leaders, role models, experts, people who are changing the world on our 12-hour marathon. We've done 79 of these 12-hour marathons and uh, it's really helped us grow our coaching business, help us build a brand and it's like when you are when you put yourself in the spotlight out in the public when you when you're doing Facebook lives, when you're you're doing live events, when you're launching things, when you're organizing people together uh, you start to build a reputation. And for me, it's like I get to build this reputation where I'm hardcore. I go for 12 hours straight and I, I love that because it's hardcore passion, hardcore so living my purpose and, and aligned with what i 'm creating in the world and what i 'm committed to create that you know it 's like the the actions speak for themselves, and I think that that 's one of the most important parts of me and who i am it 's integrity and I remember things weren 't always this great i wasn 't always speaking on stages, doing podcast interviews and and growing our coaching business. Um, you know I, I grew up really shy and introverted, and I felt like I was lost a lot of my life and, and i, I wasn 't connected to people. Um, I, I didn't know what love was. My, my parents would, would do everything that they could to support me and, and love me. And in the background of my mind, I'm like, uh, this, this doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel like authentic. I don't feel connected to these people. So that led me to a, a period of like severe disconnection and like depression, you know, stuffing all these feelings and emotions down and um, finding my expression through drinking and partying, going to raves. And that did that for about four years. And, um, in my late teens and early twenties, and, um, that had me hit my rock bottom, got arrested. And luckily nothing ever went on my record. The charges were dropped. The case was dismissed, but, Um, I was in jail and I I had to really wake up to that. I was throwing my life away. I had my electrical engineering degree, had all the, all the, you know, potential in the world open to me. And I was just like being so ungrateful, unappreciative and, um, you know, like just really not, not being thankful for what my parents had done for me, and I wound up in that spot, and I, and I made a commitment from that moment, from that rock bottom, that I would never wind up in that place again, and I would rebuild my life, find out who I am, who is who is Chris Burns, so I can build a a better life for myself. And in that process, I said, well, I might as well help other people if I'm mastering myself. You know, the fat, fastest way to grow myself is to help other people grow themselves too. So I created the coaching company about four years ago, Burn It Up Coaching, and we've been uh, growing it ever since.
0: Man, so that, that reminds me, or that makes me question is like, when you were going through that rough time in your late teens, early 20s, where you were raving and going to the clubs, yeah. what do you think you're, that human need, what, were you, what do you think that was that, that was missing? Maybe it was significance or love, connection? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, being, being understood, love connection, you know, I I felt like I I got my expression, my self-expression through video games. I always felt like the hero of the character in video games. So I guess that would be significance. I felt Mm. significant. I felt important and outside of that I felt really small and shrimpy and weak and like I didn't have any power my I was always comparing myself to my dad who's like six two and I'm five nine and I'm like oh you know he's big buff buff guy and like me comparing myself to him I was like man I just feel powerless you know and so that that translated into my reality I, I didn't feel like I was popular I felt like I didn't have power so to speak with with popularity didn't feel like I was able to to create my reality I, I kind of had to just fit in to the mold fit into a box and one of my biggest values is also freedom so i felt like i wasn't free and i was i just had to go kind of put on a mask and follow what people wanted me to do rather than being my own person that's why i really love having my own voice and my own message of becoming your greatest possible self today because and helping other people do that too it's it's so fulfilling for me to put other people on the platform to have them feel important and significant and feel like their life matters
0: yeah i like that so uh basically man anytime that people did you hear a lot of (laughs) people so uh i like how you bring it all back to becoming your your greatest possible self because like you said you compared yourself to your father and that's what a lot of people do we compare ourselves to the outside to other people like we look at what they're achieving and what all the good stuff that they have and what they've accomplished and we kind of like sometimes operate out of jealousy and like maybe i could just do this maybe i could just compete with him then i'll be happy but it all turns out you got to like Become your greatest possible self. That's your biggest contribution your biggest competition.
1: Yeah, and comparison—comparison comparison is the thief of joy, is the yeah. thief of peace. You know, and I, I was—I was comparing myself to everyone around me. It started with my dad um, because that was the the most easy, easiest, obvious thing to compare to. And and for everyone who's listening right now, ask yourself, what do you what are you comparing yourself to? You know, are you comparing yourself to to how much money the the imagined version of yourself, how much money you're supposed to be making, the um you know imagined place in your life in your business or the the house that you want to live or the imagined relationship that you think you're supposed to have or the imagined you know health or fitness like what are we comparing ourselves to that we are judging ourselves and making ourselves wrong because that that is like truly what creates that that downward spiral for me i had no awareness that i was having all these judgments that i was having this this experience of disconnection my parents did everything that they could to empower and love me but i didn't have a language for it so through coaching through personal development which i'm super grateful for i've been doing for like hardcore as well for the last six years, you know, like that has been such a a breath of fresh air of possibility because before... Uh, personal development, I was cool just to fit in the box, just to fit in the box and be miserable because that's all I knew. But I, I discovered uh, personal development. I discovered about network marketing. I did that for a year. I'm like, cool, you know, like anything's possible. I can go out there and make six figures in like six months or a year and, and you know, have freedom, time and money freedom and, and like actually make a difference in people's lives. So that spark was lit within me um, to be able to to create a completely different reality. Dude, it's amazing
0: when you when you're able to light that spark because- yeah. You, you mentioned earlier about just like staying in the box, and that's what a lot of people do because it provides that certainty that they that mm. they. So yeah, yeah, being able to like spark and, and take off and explode into you know, a purpose-driven life.
2: Yeah. And when you were in jail, when you got out, what were some of the um, things that you got into right away? I mean, you noticed that you had to make a change. What yeah. were some of the first steps? And then who were some of the early influencers for you? Who, who were some of your role models that you got into?
1: Yeah, great question. So the big influences for me was um, contributing my time and energy every other Saturday to give food to the homeless and needy at a local high school that I was in, Um, just to like take the focus off of myself and go be a good person. You know, how do I, how do I be a good person? You know, I felt like a bad person because bad people quote unquote go to jail, right? So that's like, (laughs) that's the identity I had subconsciously taken on for myself that like, oh crap, I'm, I'm like a bad citizen i'm a bad human being i better I better whip myself into shape, so to speak, you know like get back into into the good graces of God or the universe source creator whatever so volunteering was a big one. Um, going to Toastmasters was another huge one because it gave me a discipline to show up every week um at the same time you know we did two hours it was a pretty prestigious club over here in Southern California, so I was able to like show up again and again and again. And these people saw me as this young, energetic, fiery, you know, driven, motivated individual. And so they they fed and poured life into that, into that creation, into that being, into that identity. That's another really powerful thing that I work with is who are you being? What's the identity that you're still holding on to? Because with my parents and my family, bless their hearts, they didn't know, but they their identity that they were kind of imposing onto me was that I was a troublemaker. troublemaker was that like, hey, I hope he makes it through his 20s without like, you know, doing something that ruins the rest of his life. Like that's what they were praying for. They're praying for just please make it through your 20s, you know, because you you're at that point where if you make one more wrong move, you're, you're done for the rest of your life. So like what, what kind of like pressure, what kind of an identity does that have me living into? It's like totally, um, you know, I'm, I'm almost like a hel- almost helpless, you know, to, to defend against that. They, did, they weren't saying, Chris, you are your greatest possible self. You're going to, you're going to impact millions of people. No, they're like, please just make it through, you know, because we're, we're afraid for you because who you are being is someone who's, who, who causes us to worry, who causes us heartbreak, who causes us to stay up at night because we, we just hope you are making wise decisions, you know? So it's like, that's, that's how I was, I was, I was acting in a way that created those, those, you know, the identity but it also didn't help that they kept that because that's, that's just naturally what happens. How you show up, that first impression that you make on people is typically what sticks with them. So I had to go out and make a new identity, and I created that through Toastmasters. I started you know, serving on, on different positions. I started as the secretary, the vice president, education, the president. So I took on these different roles to be able to become a bigger and better leader. Right? And that's the one thing I always recommend to anyone in my audience or, or people who, who want to grow themselves take on leadership positions before you're ready volunteer say i want to do something more how do i do more how do i contribute more that's one of the ways that i started speaking on stages for big name companies um, like um, success resources america and, and and new peaks so i got to speak on their stages because i started volunteering because i said hey how do i get up on that stage with these other millionaires who are speaking on stage like how do i do that you know, and so they gave me a track, they gave me a, a, um, a development track. If you want something bad enough, then people will, will want to help you. If you're passionate, if you are enthusiastic, people want to, to support you in that. So I'd say those were the two of the big things. Started doing tons of personal development, going to seminars. Landmark was another really big one that I, I put a ton of time and energy into, uh, Landmark personal development. And um, yeah, I'd, I'd say that those were the, the big things for me.
2: And then once you made the decision to, make that shift how soon did you feel the impact was it right away and then how soon did other people take notice and start praising you and and you know seeing the difference in you
1: yeah, so I think the, the people, for example, in Toastmasters, right? I went there, created a whole new identity for myself. Nobody knew me there. And I just get to show up as who do I want to be? I walk into the room, who do I want to be? I want to be outgoing. I want to be communicative. I want to be bold. I want to be confident. I want to be courageous. So in, in that aspect, those people saw that. And there was probably a lot of stuff that was still in alignment with my old self, with the the little immature Chris, who was trying not to not, not to go back to jail, who was like, you know, like feeling like a, a troublemaker. And like, I didn't really have much to add to the world, much to offer to the world. You know, that's, that's kind of what I was, I grew up to believe is that I'm like kind of um, m- middle class, so to speak, just fit in, just like, yes, you can be excellent. Yes, you can be great. And... What does that really look like? It looks like a high-level management position. It looks like you know, just making making a really comfortable living. Nothing like that is way out there. That's radically, radically, you know, successful. That was not what I was taught growing up. Um, so I would say that Toastmasters was really powerful. But honestly, it's taken like even this within this last year, I've really been confronting the identity of how my parents see me, right? So it's like saying, "Hey, I love you guys." And I really don't give a flying duck can probably switch another word for that. (laughs) I don't give a flying duck. What you think about me? You know, like at the end of the day, I'm my own man. And if you guys think certain things about me, great. If it's empowering, great. I'll take those on. I'll, I'll like leverage those. But if you have limiting beliefs of, of what I can do, what I can achieve, you know, like that's, that's yours. That's, that's yours. You're going to keep that. I'm my own man. And so just really declaring that and taking that on with them in a conversation is scary. You know, had me, had me shaking in my boots. And it's also very freeing at the end of the day when I can declare that and again and again and again. And then that's when the, the, their view of me really starts to change. When they, when they see different results, when they see me showing up differently, that's really when things started to change. So it's been, you know, years, years since I've, I've, I was in that like really dark place. So I'd say I'm still working on it, man. It's, it's not anything overnight, but it's like when you have that, that. Passion and that burning obsession to create a reality, a different reality, more happiness. Um, then the universe starts to conspire in your in your favor. And the big thing is just to have patience and to trust that it's all happening in the perfect timing.
2: Yeah, that's awesome, man.
1: Yeah,
2: um, it, it's really an, an amazing shift and a great turnaround that you did for yourself. Um, I can see how doing it yourself would make you want to help others. Yeah. How did it feel when you? Started that journey. I mean, when someone came to you for help and you were able to help them and now all of a sudden, holy crap, this coaching thing is legit. I might be able to make Mm -hmm. a living out of it and be successful and and do it, change, change lives. I mean, walk us through a little bit of that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I, at the beginning, it was really just like, "Hey, I have no idea what I'm supposed to do here. I I need to find myself." Chris Burns, I'm still finding who is Chris Burns and what what am I really here to do? You know, I had no idea that I wanted to like help these people, but I had been doing this work on myself. So I'm like, "Well, shoot, I've already invested you know tens of thousands of dollars into my personal development education. I might as well channel that wisdom into people who are a couple steps behind me." Yeah. You know, because I think that there's always always room to grow, to, to always be reaching hand up to to mentors, teachers, leaders who are ahead of you and more successful and then hands to the side with, you know, your, your peers and, and people who are at the same level and then hands down one hand down, you know, be, be helping people who are a couple steps behind you, so to speak. Um, so in the beginning it was like, I was, I was so nervous about how I, appeared it was it was all to like look good you know in the beginning it was like I just want to look good I just want people to to admire me and appreciate me and acknowledge me and to be significant like you said earlier Brian like I just want to be Someone who's, who's doing good in the world and hey, let's get paid to do it as well, you know, like, and, and that concept was really out of alignment for me for how I grew up for how I was raised. So it took so much work on myself continually, you know, journaling, reading, going to seminars, affirming, doing that deep work, sitting with those feelings of insignificance and not enoughness and like I was broken. Mm-hmm. And sitting with it and just like saying, all right, you know, like now what, you know, what can I do mm-hmm. now? And so, and every time it's just like, just take the next step, you know, just what, what can you do now? What can you do today? How can you take the focus off you? How can Chris, how can I take the focus off me and go out and serve someone? Because when I'm serving people, it really has me feel fulfilled. And if the spotlight's on me and my not enoughness or unworthiness, especially in the beginning, then that's what caused me so much angst, so much anxiety, so much tension is because I was, I was trying to make myself be something that I wasn't quote unquote, or, or my, my subconscious mind's like, okay, so you're saying these affirmations and you want to be this person, but we know, come on, Chris, we know that deep down inside, you're that old person. It's like, no, I don't want to be that old person. The way you prove to your subconscious mind or demonstrate to your subconscious mind that you're a different person is to go out and take different actions.
0: That it, that's man, that's that's good. That's good. A lot of people they want to change and they're kind of like they have that 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 ego holding them back. Like yeah. you can't change. Come on, who do you think you are? You you know, uh, but yeah, taking yeah taking action is, yeah.
2: Uh, is the key. Just like you said. And you know what I like about what else you said was uh, you used the phrase uh just a couple steps behind me. Mm-hmm. It's like you know you don't have to be like the world's greatest expert. You don't in have to be Tony like Robbins to help. Yeah, yeah, to help somebody else and like. There's this old anecdote. I don't know if you've seen the movie, uh, what is it, Catch Me If You Can?
0: Yeah, yeah. Where yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, you've seen that with Leo Capri, yep. uh, the dude? Mm-hmm. And uh, when he finally got arrested, somebody asked him how he was able to teach the classes at MIT. And he said, Well, I just read the chapter that we were going to go over the night before. Yep. It was just like one yeah. step ahead. So, yeah. I mean, I think that's crazy. I think people uh, lose sight of that. Like, they, you know, like Brian was always talking about uh, the imposter syndrome and, you know, people having confidence to help other people, and you don't have to be. You don't have to be Tony Robbins or somebody else like that. Yeah, you know, in, fact, in fact, there's,
0: there's like the, the guru on the mountain kind of analogy or metaphor. It's like there's that guru on the mountain who knows everything. But it's like he's almost like not approachable because he's like perfect and he knows everything. and It's like intimidating. But if you're going with the person who's climbing the mountain and he turns around, like, come with me, we're going to reach, reach this mountaintop together.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, it's cool because the guru on the mountain is uh, an example of what's possible. Tony Robbins is an example of what's possible. These you know, world famous actors and and billionaires. It's an example of what's possible. So it's like, Hey, if they can do it, I can do it. And where are you at right now and, and who's someone who's within your sphere of influence who, or, you know, accessible within your sphere of influence that you can, you can connect to it, you know? And I always, I always, I firmly believe in reaching up to people before you're ready, so to speak, reaching out to those people, contact Tony Robbins, like whatever it is, you know, before you're ready, be strategic about it, make, you know, like, don't, don't like be dumb about it, but you know, I think it's important to, before you're ready to make take those actions, take those courageous actions because so many people feel like they are are not yet ready to connect with those influential people. And the time is now. Start building the relationship right now. Show up on their radar right now. Ask them, hey, how's your day going? Ask them, hey, how can I support you? If there's something that's, if there's someone that's super important to you, like Oprah, for example, ask, ask Oprah. Start messaging her, start getting on her radar. How do you do that? Well, ask, what do you, what do you, what's your top goal of 2019? How can I support you in your purpose? If you want to build that relationship, find out what they want. Find out what their products are selling. Find out what events they're attempting to fill. Find out what, you know, strategic partnerships that they're looking for. You know, that that's super important to find out what they want and help them get it.
0: Yeah, we often call that, you know, the dream 100. Like people you mm. really want to work with and like see how you can be of service to them and then build that relationship. So when the time comes, yeah. it all aligns. Now, uh, it's funny you said that because uh, a little while ago, that's kind of how we did. We reached up, we got, and we, we landed um, a guy on the podcast, you know, JP Sears, and it was like, yeah, he's cool, man. We've been following him for for a while. He's hilarious. But yeah. then he in turn introduced us to my coach now, Brandon Hawk, and it's just yeah. like funny how when you reach up, these things do happen. You should get a certain level of, of courage though, and yeah. separating yourself
2: from the outcome. If you, you know you can't be attached, to it if if it doesn't work out right away. Yep. So once you made the decision to be a coach, now you're a coach. What does that program look like? I mean, is it, what, do, what do people expect you to do? And what are your expectations? Is this a program? Is this a one-on-one type of deal? And what does it look yeah. like?
1: Yeah. So we, we really work with one-on-one consultative kind of approach. The people who want to build an, a brand, build an influence. I love helping people who want to get their message out and I love helping people who want to be that king maker, right? So when we work with people, it's a six month long program. At least we have masterminds that help people grow their online program, their online show, start and grow their online show. And there's also more specific and custom tailored one-on-one coaching for influencers and people who just want to um, be a hype high- High performer dial in their mindset dial in how they show up and how they build their business So I love working with people with mindset beliefs limiting beliefs people who who know that there's there's more within them but they don't know how to tap into it because my greatest skill is being as curious as they are if not even more about like what's, what's the missing thing? What's the thing that they're not seeing? What's the blind spot? Like I love asking questions. I love helping them to get a completely different perspective on their reality. And the challenge with people who have success is that they have this success because of their determination, because of their perspective, because of their willingness to do whatever it takes as long as it takes. And so my, my personality creates a conversation that allows them to open up about what's working, what's not working. And a lot of people don't feel safe to to share that, you know, so for anyone who's listening, if you feel like you know that there's more within you, if you feel like you know that you're meant for something greater, a greater impact, but you just like, you're, you're stuck, you're in your own way, you're just like, you're, you know, you're at 90% and you don't know what it's going to take to get to that 10%. And I love diving in that to, to problem solve. It's like that engineering mind of mine to create a strategy, to create an outcome, to break it down into bite size steps. And then along the way, troubleshoot, troubleshoot the journey, troubleshoot what comes up, the obstacles, the limiting beliefs to help people achieve their, their biggest goal, their big, hairy, audacious goal.
2: Hey, what's the 21 day challenge?
1: Yeah, so the 21-day challenge, it's all about helping people to get clear on that dream. If they want that immediate spark and that ignition of passion and success like they've never had before, then it's 21 days of one-on-one accountability. A lot of people are just missing the accountability to really go deep in their freaking life, right? A lot of people aren't managing their time well. They aren't clear crystal clear on what's their 80/20, the you know, the top priorities, top actions that are going to make the biggest difference for them. Um and so we get clear on that long-term goal. We break it down into bite-sized steps, and then every day for 21 days, I hold them accountable to make sure that they're achieving those goals. So that's the 21-day challenge, and it's like freaking people erupt with with like understanding who they are and that massive momentum towards those goals.
0: You know, clarity, clarity is power, and sometimes having that outside perspective and accountability to, yeah. to get clear and to to actually write down what your vision is, and like you said, uh, chunk. Chunking and bite-sized
2: bits and all that. Yeah, that's, that's huge. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, so public speaking, you do that as well. Yep, so who, who hires you? It sounds. I think you said earlier, companies hire you, corporations to come in and speak. So, what are some of the topics and uh, some of the takeaways that you do in during your speeches?
1: Yeah, so the, the biggest thing is like if you wanna get better performance, people have to know what, why they're there. You know, they feel a part of something bigger, feel a part of the purpose. So I really love speaking on how to make it your best year ever, right? Like tapping into that, tapping into the, the dream, the vision, where are we going? What does that look like? And what is the bigger purpose that you're a part of? And how can you contribute to that vision? So a lot of times I, I speak to entrepreneurs and solopreneurs, people who have like conferences who, who put together those people, the entrepreneurs and solopreneurs who have big dreams. Influencers are my favorite people to like ignite that passion and, and the can do attitude the motivation while also having the accountability to follow through. So I really love speaking to those people. And like the big takeaway is for people to know that they can do it. You know, a lot of people are so resigned about what they can achieve. And they go to these conferences and they get all inspired and rah rah and motivation. That's good. And like, what's the follow through plan? So I really work with people on that. Like what are the daily disciplines and accountabilities to make sure that you follow through? That's one thing I think a lot of seminars lack is how do you take someone that has a, a supercharge, a burst of new momentum and new excitement and new vision, and then actually translate that into results, sustainable results for six months. So that's something I really love teaching people as well.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. That's definitely much needed because yeah, like you said, the inspiration and the rah-rah. But if you have, to, you have to have the accountability to take action. Yep. Speaking of big takeaways, yesterday you just had another awesome 12-hour live marathon. That's right. What's the takeaway right. that you had from, from yesterday?
1: The biggest takeaway. Let's see. Um, so I interviewed Christian. You introduced me to to Christian, and it was it was huge, man. Because I I think that for for me, like there is still this unwillingness to like sit with certain emotions, certain emotions of not enoughness, right? Mm-hmm. And so Christian's like, dude, you got to you got to just sit and welcome that feeling of lack of not enoughness, and like just let it feel like crap in your body, you know, and just like own it and experience it. And once you are, once you're able to do that, and like actually welcome it and like breathe through it and get through it kind of thing, then you can release it and transmute it so that you can step in, back into your power. So for me, I think that there's there's been this you're know, you talking about imposter syndrome. There's been this like little hint of imposter syndrome that I haven't like defeated so to speak. And I think yeah. for every every you know new level, there's a new challenge. There's a new devil as they call it. You know, there's a new oh, okay. obstacle. Exactly, exactly. So there's like a new new, um, aspect of myself that I see that maybe didn't show up before a new, a new, um, you know, block, a new resistance, whatever it might be. Um, so I, I think for me, it's just like really learning to sit with those, those feelings because I've done so much work on myself. I've done so much personal development. I've done so much like of the journaling and I have a lot of patience and I, I keep feeling like there's this, this deep thing within me that I haven't yet been able to access or transform, you know? And so I, I really saw that um, Christian's interview about sitting with that emotion, with that negative feeling so that you can transform it. So I can transform it and really step into my power and create something different. Um, that was, that was huge, man. It was just like awakening, eye opening.
0: Yeah. Climbing the, climbing that emotional ladder. It's like, yep. start where you're feeling. So like, if you're, like I, I had to do this the other day. I was feeling like, I was feeling like suffering from a lot of things, you know, anger at myself, uh, imposter syndrome and learning how to sit in that energy and yeah. like from a non-judgment like non-judgment you know right and that's the biggest key because I I mean you can get so down on yourself but it's yeah. like okay get curious about these emotions like mm. get curious about it it's it's just an action step so why why should, why am I why am I getting fearful? Okay I just need to change a few things sit in this energy and then climb up and then once you reach this inspired state you can take action, and, and it, like I said earlier, clarity is power. And, and then pro- providing that, providing yourself that clarity, is man. This is this this is the type of stuff that people need to know about I mean, because this yeah. is useless information that yeah. radically transforms lives.
1: Yeah. And one other thing, like I was working with my client, and he created his dream house, right? Like earlier, earlier, like three months ago, he created his dream house. And he's living in his dream house now. And he he told me, he's like, dude, I know I created this and it's like amazing, but I'm not like feeling it. I'm not experiencing that I I created it and that like I did this. I was the one who made this happen. And so it's like really learning how to sit with whether it's the the negative and you're not like experiencing that or even the positive and sit in that gratitude, sit in that abundance, sit in that prosperity and train yourself to whatever the, the... situation or scenario might be stop being too busy mm-hmm. in life for life and allow yourself to like sit and either receive and, and experience the, the emotions that you want to process or sit and receive all the things that you've created and acknowledge yourself and be proud and appreciate yourself because that's huge that's so many people are not celebrating themselves that's one thing I love doing in our masterminds on the 12 hour marathon. I'm like, okay, let's give ourselves a round of applause. Right. And I literally, I'm like round of freaking applause. Yeah! Right? Like, boom. Like it's, it's like so enlivening. It's so exciting yeah. and it seems foolish, but we give other people rounds of applause. We, we, we clap for other people. Why the, F, don't we clap for ourselves yeah. you know why aren't we why aren't we just as excited and and you know like hungry to give ourselves that appreciation that acknowledgement that we're we're so stoked to give to other people I'm like oh my god he's so awesome he deserves it you know and it's yeah. it's like why don't we give that to ourselves and so that's something i love teaching people as well as like really deeping, diving in and going deep with that self-appreciation and acknowledgement
0: yeah it's like uh there's a question that was presented to me the other day, a couple weeks ago. It's like, what would happen if we didn't uh, sabotage ourselves? And it's like, actually, what happened if we actually celebrated ourselves? Yes. So, yes. Yeah, like, imagine the possibilities.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's a habit. It's a habit because we're not conditioned. We're not trained to do that from birth. So like literally you have to erase and overwrite past programming of decades of, you know, with new habits and the more emotionally engaged you can get in that, the faster you program yourself, the faster that that transforms your reality. I'd say that's, that's one of my advantages is really being tapped into my emotions and experiencing them and like going deep and not being afraid of them. You know, like there is fear and like I'm more committed to experiencing the emotion and feeling it fully both the positive and the negative Mm -hmm. that, you know, it really gives me access to, to, you know, bigger levels of success, bigger levels of, of um, achievement, doing these 12 hour marathons, connecting with people like high level influencers. Like I'm doing that because I was willing to do the work because I was willing to feel those emotions first. And also, to like dream, to dream and connect with. Hey, who am I one year from now? What's that like, dude? Chris Burns is on freaking fire, dude. You know, like just launched his book, speaking around the freaking world. Like, oh my gosh, in in his dream house. Like, yes, you know, like yes. It's it's just it's yeah. so enlivening. If you can enliven, enliven and ignite yourself, that is the the greatest gift that you can give yourself like fulfill fulfill yourself fill your own cup love yourself excite yourself enthuse yourself whatever that is for you but give yourself that power of of energizing yourself and if you have that that switch and you can turn it on at any moment man you are unfreaking stoppable
2: love
0: the passion the fire, right? It just becomes so natural, man. It's like, (laughs) it's the truth, man. Uh, I hope hope your uh, vision of uh, a year from now includes buying me a ticket to uh, San Diego. That's Uh, right. Yeah, man. Uh, Yeah, good stuff. What do you got,
2: Chris? I was going to ask, you know, you've done 300 plus podcasts and all these 12-hour marathons. What are some common themes that you're seeing with, with all these high achievers and successful people? Is there anything that sticks out?
1: Yep. Yep. So clarity, number one, clarity of vision is huge. If you don't have that, then you're, you're a boat adrift yeah. at sea, right? You're just, you're just, you're floating around. Okay. So that's number one. Uh, so you said earlier, clarity equals power hundred um, percent. The other one is surrounding yourself with legendary people, incredible human beings, elite performers. You are a product of your environment that is, you know, it's been said a, a billion times. So that's definitely huge. Um, and then the other thing is being aware being aware of yourself. So clarity of your vision is good. That's, that's a, that's a form of awareness. It's a form of designing and creating your future so that you have direction and also the awareness of the present to be able to, to see who are you being right now? How are you showing up in what's different about now than you in the future. If you don't have the awareness to distinguish, well, I'm showing up like this right now and I'm like that in the future. Okay, we have to change something. We have to do something different. We have to do different habits. We have to be around different people. We have to act differently in our business. We have to shift our perspective. So instead of it feeling like work, we make it play, we make it Mm -hmm. fun, you know? So it's like really being so self-aware that you can experiment on yourself and find out how to, shift yourself, how to shift your state, how to shift your emotion, how to shift your, um, your, your perspective of yourself, of yourself in life so that you can create a different result.
0: It's like changing your perception. Like If, if, if you have to do something that you deem as uh, painful, yeah. try to flip it to where, like you said, it's now it's a pleasure and then yeah. watch the difference, watch the, the different energy that you bring to the table now that it's you know, pleasurable instead of painful. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of the other exercises I recommend everyone do um, get your your subconscious mind going to find out what you really want it's to write a list of 101 things that you want to accomplish in 2019 or whatever the year is. Um, every year, I recommend writing that list again to tap into what's new, what's important to you. And just by writing the list physically on a piece of paper with a pen, um, you will start tapping into your true desires. A lot of people have challenges just to get to like 40 or 50, you know? So if you go to 100 plus, I did this with my client, he's like, holy crap, you know, I never even knew I wanted all these things. So it's like so important that you, you dial in that, Desire you dial in what it is that you truly want and it's when you when you kind of like scrape the bottom so to speak of your of your subconscious of your of your mind of your of the depths of your soul by, by, by digging deep, by, by uncovering, you're uncovering, you're becoming aware of what you want. You're getting that clarity of where you want to go. And you're also having the awareness of what you want right now, what feels good for you right now. That's huge. And you really get to start seeing the passions, the, um, the, the geniuses that you have within you that you want to cultivate. So I I really recommend that as well, just as an activity to, to supercharge yourself and, and find out what you want and, and give yourself some exciting goals and targets to set throughout the year.
0: That's the, uh, this is the epitome of like what a heart centered living. Right. It's like yeah. Yeah, getting, getting into everything. So, uh, man, this has been a good, great interview. Great podcast. Uh, how, where, where can people find your podcast?
1: Yep. So search becoming your greatest possible self on the iTunes store or podcast store, or you can go to beyourgps.com and we release an episode every day on there. We release an episode every day on the podcast, or you can find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash th3 burns. That's my personal profile. Friend me. Let me know you heard about me from the Jones zone podcast You and, and Brian and Chris, you know, I'll give them a shout out cause they're, they're awesome as well. And, and uh, yeah, just, I'm super stoked to be connected with you guys. You're doing amazing. Things and um, connecting people together and just making a huge impact in the world already. I'm stoked to see what you guys create moving forward. Yeah,
0: man. Thanks so much. Thanks for coming on. And Chris, you got me finally? No,
2: man. That was awesome, dude. Yeah. Yep. I'm uh, glad to get to meet you finally. And um, it was a pleasure.
1: Absolutely. Chris awesome.
2: Burns, take it easy. Thanks for coming
0: thanks on the show. Let go. Well, don't interrupt me. like It was kind of like you could have waited so <laughs> Anyway, thanks a lot. <laughs> we'll see you later, Chris. See you, man. Oh, did you just listen to the whole podcast all the way through? Congratulate, Man, thank you. Uh, and since since you did that, it must uh, have stricken a chord or resembled or something. Resembled? Anyway, if, uh, if you liked what you heard and you want more information, go to fullyinspiredcoaching.com slash free call. I am super pumped to help you make 2019 a breakthrough year. And I can't wait to be a part of that. So fullyinspiredcoaching.com slash free call. We'll get you on a 60-minute call. If you're feeling stuck in your business, and in your relationships, or your life, I've been there. I understand. Give me a call. We'll get through this together. Thanks again for listening. And also, head over to iTunes.com. Please give, give the Jones Zone podcast some love, some ratings, some shares, some comments, anything. Uh, we really appreciate it, and it helps us grow our uh, podcast and message. So thanks again. Love you. Hey, this is Brian Jones with the Jones Own podcast and transformation coach with Fully Inspired Coaching. I left my career as a realtor because I was unfulfilled and I wanted to step into my true purpose, helping men rediscover and reclaim who they truly are. Follow me on my journey as I aim to help 10,000 men rediscover who they truly are and to find their inspiration by making their head-to-heart transformation. Hey look, I've learned from the best in the game and now I'm sharing the keys to the kingdom. This is Brian's Fully Inspired Show.